baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. D-Rush Hour News headlines here on the 20th. Jason DeRusha with you. How about cookie cutters as a cultural bellwether? New York Times with that story today. Ann Clark is the largest cookie cutter manufacturer in the United States just after the 2016 election. They noticed that the percentage sales of the Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump cookie cutters were roughly aligned with the vote. <laughs> Last spring, guitars and musical note shapes began selling at a rapid clip just as Taylor Swift was starting her Eras tour. In July, the lipsticks and the convertible cars started going nuts because of Barbie. Pretty interesting stuff. This the, this uh, Ann Clark is the company that makes the cookie cutters that you find at like William Sonoma and a lot of the they're uh, made in the United States. Most cookie cutters that you order online are made in China, and so they're slower to respond to trends. In Rutland, Virginia, at the factory, they can just kind of create stuff, throw it out in the market, and see what happens. A llama was the big hit in 2019. This year's breakout star is a gnome. The company says it's because of the success of Cottage Core, which is an ethos that embraces rustic living. Pretty interesting. They were going to do research and decide as they expanded overseas, like what to create, and instead he just released 750 different shapes abroad and saw what worked. Teddy bears in the U.K. taught him about the importance of the teddy bears in that culture. Many Britons keep those past childhood. Geese cookie cutters in Germany introduced him to St. Martin's Day, a holiday whose centerpiece is a roast goose. Four Edina fifth graders are sending raspberries to space. Star Tribune reporting about the microgravity-based science experiment. Uh, Creek Valley Elementary is part of Edina School's Student Space Flight Experiments Program. All of the schools are part of it. So the assistant superintendent goes to Creek Valley for the big announcement here, the honorable mentions, and then the winners were from that elementary school. Uh, five, five girls, a team of five girls. They're... Raspberry seeds are going to space. They wanted to know how raspberry seeds will grow in the microgravity of space compared to their normal germination on Earth. Panel of experts select the project from 35 different student research proposals, as the Star Tribune reports, for the Student Space Flight Experiment Program. How cool is that? Proposals came from 200 different kids in 5th through 12th grade, and the 5th graders won. I love it. Police will soon be required to release body cam video within 14 days of a deadly incident. Dina Winter and the Minnesota Reformer reporting on this. Minnesota lawmakers made some changes to the law on police body camera videos that were largely overshadowed. I mean, there was so much done by the legislature. All of the things didn't get extensive reporting on. But uh, now if footage, 
you know, before this law went into effect, police could have just released a snippet of video, not footage of what led up to it. Now they have to show more than that. Uh, And uh, if there's a deadly incident, deadly force is used, body cam video has to be released no later than 14 days after the incident. Uh, So I think that's good. Uh, Legislators did work with the State Bureau of Criminal Apprehension to figure out how long that wait should be. Washington Post reporting on a Wisconsin four-year-old out fishing with her dad. Henley Wallach had one wish for the weekend before her fifth birthday. She wanted to swim at Green Island right near Peshtigo, Wisconsin. But on August 13th, she and her father get in a boat, go out to do some fishing, look down in the fish finder and are like, huh, that looks weird. It was a shipwreck. Wasn't marked on the map they've been using for navigation. It was in a well-known area. So we figured, well, because so many people are out in this area, it must not be important. But in fact, the Wisconsin Historical Society was sent the coordinates, sent the information. And what Henley Wallach and her dad probably uncovered were the remnants of the George L. Newman, a 122-foot-long ship that was abandoned during the 1871 Peshtigo Fire, one of the deadliest wildfires in U.S. history. Dad and daughter have been exploring the lakes and rivers of the Midwest together from the beginning. Her first boat ride was just two weeks old. Uh, They found uh, a bunch of tires at the bottom of a lake in the Boundary Waters when they were here in Minnesota. They found parts of small boats and ice shacks, but to find this ship is pretty awesome. Washington Post with that story. It's 532. That's the D-Rush Hour news headlines. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.